Hey guys, what's going on? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the podcast. It is myself and Jared Barnes doing a 10 topics, 5 minutes covering NHL All-Star Game preview. We talk about the skills competition, next year's location, the Professional Hockey Writer Awards that came out yesterday. We do a little golf talk, a little baseball talk, mascot talk. It was a lot of fun to record. I cannot wait to hear what you guys think. Let us know in the comments. As always, make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast. Search The Bullpen Cart on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Wherever you get your podcast, mash that subscribe button and leave us a nice little five-star review. Follow us on Twitter. ThunderBLG is the handle there. Thunderblog Sports on Instagram and Facebook. But enjoy this episode, everybody. The NHL All-Star Game should be a lot of fun. And here we go. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I, of course, am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell. Joining me and actually hosting me in the command center, making his 2020 debut is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Jared Barnes. How are you, my friend? Jordy, Jordy, welcome. Good evening. How are you? Welcome to 2012 as you sit there sipping an iron, and I will as soon as we get on to this great Thunder BLG podcast say congratulations on a... Very well-deserved ass-kicking that your Flyers handed my Penguinis the other night 3 nothing down at the barn. So I needed to say that off <laughs> off, off the record hey, and on the record. No, and just, the, I, I had the to, a goal differential. We're still going with that. It's a 7-4 <laughs> it's a seven to four goal differential, but we got our asses kicked. And we also were a little tired off that Bruins um, comeback win yeah. on Sunday. So at the end of the day, it's still two points, and you're still out of the playoffs. Hey, you know, I was going to say I've had the pleasure of going to not one but two games with you in the last week. But, yeah, buddy. you know, plenty of time left. Flyers can figure out the road shit. Yep. But we are at the All-Star break. Yes, we and are. we're going to do this podcast as a 10 topics, five minutes mm-hmm. format for those that are a little newer. Jared and I have done a couple of these. We did a couple with Emily last year, the mm-hmm. great third and girl. We cover 10 topics. We do five minutes on each. We're going to do a few hockey ones since it is the All-Star break. But we're going to cover a couple other things, too. We are. Uh, a little hint. Tiger in his debut today in 2020. So uh, we're going to talk about that. Some Astros updates as we've been doing the last couple podcasts. Some but, scumbag updates. Oh, yeah. Well, let's jump into it. The All-Star game mm-hmm. is on it's this weekend. Starts Friday night with the skills competition. Mm-hmm. Got the women's three-on-three, the elite. Three-on-three challenge, I believe, is what they're referring to I think that's going to be a great competition. That's going to be a ton of fun. I cannot wait for it. I talked about it a little bit when it first got announced. Uh, U.S.-Canada, one of the best international rivalries Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. world, in any sport, I would say. Uh, These two teams do not like each other. Mm -mm. If you think fighting has gone from hockey, watch the Women's World Championships because they beat the absolute piss out of each other. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I, what I like, too, is the I, I like how they went through and they started to talk about the different things. Penalty. Automatic penalty shot. Yep. Like it. Roster of nine women and one goalie. Mm-hmm. I like that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like it how if the whim... Who was it? The what is what is the goal differential? If if if, if they're tied after the, the so overtime, it's... it's so it's a, they play two running time periods. Yep. And then they play a running time overtime, yep. which I believe it's all 10 minutes. 
Overtime might be five uh-huh. minutes, but I know that two periods are ten minutes. Um, the It's the goal differential in the sharpshooting contest, which yes. will be earlier in the night. So kind of building off of that, there was all the stuff last year where Kendall Coyne actually participated. Correct. And then there was the, the other and women. smoked the men. Well, she came, she, she came in seventh. Um, Connor McDavid still won, but there was, but on the smoking, there was Brianna Decker who did technically win. She just was an unofficial participant in the pat, the sharp pass, whatever the hell it's called. The one, the kind of weirder event where, um, but now they're actually partaking. It sounds like, and they're actually going to have us and Canadian women competing in this. So that'll be the tiebreaker, which is very cool. You actually get to see it because last year, and a big reason why a lot of people that were watching didn't know about this with the Brianna Decker mm-hmm. and the Pay Decker, which if you're not familiar with this, basically one of the competitions, a the other, there were four women that were there and they were basically showing how to do the events but going Correct. at full speed. The other U.S. woman that was there, Brianna Decker, mm-hmm. did the sharpshooting pass faster than all the NHL players. And if you win, you get, I think it's, I think it's like 50 Gs. Yep. So people were saying she should get should, 50 Gs. And I think CCM or somebody ended somebody up, ponied up. Somebody ended up paying her last year. So the there, but the only way we found out about this because was because somebody there show or tweeted out that Brianna Decker did this faster. Yep. The women demonstrating it, aside from Kendall doing the fastest skater mm-hmm. because she was actually in it because Nathan McKinnon mm-hmm. was hurt. They were going while we were watching commercials. Us here at home. Mm-hmm. So it would be fun that we get to see it now. I love watching women's hockey. My uh, Kendall Coyne went to Berkshire, my mm, high school. Okay. Uh, Casey Bellamy also went to Berkshire, so 10% Berkshire grad. Not a big deal. Not, a, not uh, bad. But, yeah, so the, so there's a lot of you know a lot there. My sister was obviously a Division One athlete, so I have a great appreciation for women's sports. Uh, so I'm really excited to see this, yep. and I want to see women's hockey continue mm, to grow, too. especially because of all the stuff with where women's hockey is right now mm-hmm. uh, with, if you're not familiar with this, I talked about it a little bit a couple podcasts ago, but basically the Canadian Women's Hockey League folded out of nowhere yep. and the U.S. League almost absorbed the Toronto and Montreal franchises. And then about 300 women formed a union and mm-hmm. are actually boycotting this year, including these these yep. 20 women that are playing on Friday night. So it'll be very cool to see them get national exposure. Um, but... We've taken up almost four minutes talking about this. Well, I think the the last thing we'll talk about with um, the All Star Game is the um, you know the Shooting Stars competition presented by Gatorade. So what it is is you're up up high, and it actually came from a viral video of Malkin and Crosby yes. uh, at PPG Paints Arena shooting from a platform into the neck, and yeah. Crosby once again pretty damn good at that. Yeah. But they're going to be shooting, and apparently the NHL Department of Player Safety will determine the players participating in each event and the order. So interesting, George Peros. There you go, buddy. Great gig. Interesting. Uh, but it, it's going to be cool shooting from that platform into the targets. Yeah. I think it's it's cool that they're finally doing something different. Yeah, it is nice. I mean, they've they've messed around with it a little bit, but this is definitely that out of out of the box idea yep. that I think these things. Have been looking for whether it's baseball with how they finally change up the home mm-hmm. run derby into the timing. Um, you know the red the red <coughs> fight and fills when they hosted it once they actually did something similar as this yeah. shooting over people. They had people in the infield with a giant cage around them, mm-hmm. so they had like a cocktail party if you bought VIP tickets. Yep. So this is it's cool that this is kind of stuff is happening. I agree. Um, yeah, the NBA trying to come up with stuff like that too, but. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. Who uh, off the cuff? Who do you think ends up winning the whole the the three on three tournament on 
later in the weekend. The three on th- for the men? Yeah, for the, um, the full tournament. I'm going to have to go with the Metro. They got Jari. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... That's not a bad pick. I'm going to go... I'm going to go the hometown team. I'm going to go the Central. But you know what? That's a Chris, fun... Chris Letang will fuck it up like he did the other night. Yeah. That's, Thanks, Chris. Yeah, that's a fun team. Four blues on that. Yeah, that should be nice. Yeah, but let's, let's look ahead to next year. It's announced earlier this week. It's going to be in Miami. Miami, Florida hosting... Their second All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Now, Jared, I looked this up because not as frequently as the NBA revisits sites, but I remember thinking this last year when it was in San Jose. Mm-hmm. Both our fair cities, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, have not hosted an All-Star game since 1990 and 1992. And we're t- when we're talking about baseball now? No, we're talking about Basket- the NHL All-Star. Oh, NHL, yes. 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 And Chicago hasn't had it since 1991. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of the more traditional mm-hmm. cities that... Granted, have held outdoor hockey games. So they've had the NHL's bigger mm-hmm. events come to their cities. Would you rather continue to see another game at Heinz Field, or do you want to see an all-star game come to Pittsburgh? Well, I think, number one, we need to do the Beaver Stadium Stadium Series game yeah. and get it fucking over with, because you're gonna have, you'd have the biggest crowd, bigger than the big house. They'd pack them in there, in my opinion, for that game, and there'd probably be a lot of brawls in the parking lot, and people going home upset and crying and bloody, but it would be a wonderful time and probably 18 foot of snow in Happy Valley. Um, I think, personally, they need to do an outdoor All-Star game. That'd be awesome. That'd be very cool. Where would you want to see it? In Canada? Uh, you know what? Take it to its roots. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. I would say it would have to be a northern city. Um with Florida hosting the All-Star Game, I think... Because it was in Tampa a couple years ago. Yeah. That's what's kind of weird about it already going back to Miami. Yeah. Miami? Yeah. The Panthers. Oh. Yeah. I didn't realize they were in Miami. Technically, they're... I forget what actual city they're yeah, in. Yeah, okay. They're the it, Miami, it, it, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what's your take? Yeah, I mean, so originally I was very kind of, oh, you know, another yeah. non-traditional market, getting it. And I guess that's good to move it to different places, but you Sunrise. haven't really... Sunrise, Florida. Sunrise, Florida. Thank you. But you haven't really seen it outside of yeah. St. Louis this year. Uh, you had it in L.A. a couple years ago, which technically is a you know second six city as yep. is, is St. Yep. Louis. But you haven't seen it in Chicago. You haven't seen it in Philly. You haven't seen it... You haven't even seen it in New York in no. however long. I think the Garden had it in the mid-90s. So it's been 25 years since it's been in New York, which is kind of crazy. Boston hasn't had it since then either. Yep. Um... But then again, again, they've all had outdoor games, so they've had their moment in the sun. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably some happy medium where you can figure out a way. You know, Minnesota's getting mm-hmm. getting the Winter Classic next year. They had the All Star game, which I think, which I think is going to be great. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, but I think you know if you can figure it out there with a hockey state, yep. you know, one of the biggest states in terms of producing American talent, it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility they yep. couldn't figure out. On your idea, an all-star game at Mile High, mm-hmm. if they could do, you know, go back to Denver. I know mm-hmm. Denver's had it more recently than these other cities. I but. think, in my opinion, we need to do a better jerseys, because I don't like the jerseys this year. I yeah. think they suck. Um, I also think there needs to be something different. Maybe you do, like, I saw an article saying, do an old guy's all-star game, if they, yeah. they want to still... Lace them up. Some, or, people, some people want to go back to USA versus, or uh, North America versus the world. I mean, that's kind of cool. cool. Yeah. Um, I just, I think it, it's not that it's getting tired, but I think we're trying to reinvent the wheel when we have so many options to go back to. It's yeah. almost, I mean, the year that they 
went ahead and they threw um, all the sticks in the middle and picked and all that. Yeah. Uh, that was okay, but I don't know. I, I think th- they should do the fantasy draft again, but air it like they do with the NBA now. I agree. That'd be cool. I agree. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, East-West would be fine. Mm-hmm. I think one game instead of this tournament. The three-on-three tournament's been cool, but I think one game would be yeah. fun where the final score is 17-16. Yeah. Figure out something. Make it like a Sunday afternoon. Yep. Especially now, kind of a, just to kind of close out on this, because... We're doing a pond up, hockey tourney, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, you could do that, too. But kind of, we're not yep. to jump on it when we talk about yep. golf in a few minutes, mm-hmm. but... There's only three NBA games right on right now. Yeah. They're not really taking advantage of it. They'll probably have a full slate tomorrow while the skills yeah. competition is mm-hmm. on. I get that they're on different networks, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's some way that the two leagues could coexist in figuring out how to split it and I'm, split up time and all that different yeah. stuff. Of especially figuring out figuring out a way to do it because you'd think, at least in the NBA's perspective, the Thursday night, the week that there's no football, yeah. they would want to load up more more games. But you know who yeah. knows. Um, what do you think about the fact that everybody's having their bye week all at once, just one long All Star break? Uh, for in, for the NHL, for the NHL, yeah. I mean, it, it was put into the CBA. I think it's actually good. I like it here. I didn't like the two sets of bye yep. weeks that yep. were like on the two weeks on either yeah. side of the All Star break. I thought that was always kind of weird. I think it's good to have that because these guys are getting the absolute oh, yeah. piss beat out of them. Um, and. I don't agree necessarily with everybody skipping out, but if you're injured or you're an older player, I think you should get a bye. I know they with want no it, penalty. With no penalty. Well, the injury you get a penalty. You get the, you yeah. get exempt. I, well, I mean, I think it should be or the money should go to the players' fund or something. I think it does already. Yeah, but, I'm but, pretty sure that's what it but is. But it, it, there should be something more yeah. to that. I don't know. I just think it's yeah. Yeah. Well, let's uh, continue on the the puck talk, some midseason mm-hmm. talk. The Professional Hockey Writers Association voted and gave out their 2019-2020 midseason awards. Basically, just took a straw poll, decide who they had where. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you have not seen it, so I'll just I'm read not- off the... You want, to, you want me to read off the three finalists, or do you want me to read off just the winners? Read off the winners. All right. So, for the Hart, MVP, Connor McDavid... Yeah. Not shocked. Yeah, no. Who would you rather have? I mean, at this point in the season right now, I think I think Connor's a great pick. Um, I know he's a little bit banged up right now. I'm okay with that. Yeah, all right. Norris, top defenseman and all-around ability. John Carlson, I think that's easy. Yeah, another ho-hum. Yeah, Yossi and Hamilton were, were two and three. Yeah, and Dougie just got yeah, hurt, unfortunately. Yeah. Selkie, defensive forward. A one, Sean Couturier. Coots! Of the Philadelphia Flyers. Does that come with teeth if he wins? It might. Mm, Yeah, Yeah, that's good. I think that's a good one. I'm Uh, happy to see him as a finalist. I mean, Yeah, exactly. I agree agree with that. Absolutely. He's been a great under the radar. I mean, he had 30 goals a couple years ago. Absolutely. Which obviously doesn't go towards the Selkie. But edging out Bergeron, who's usually the penciled in at the beginning of the year. Ryan O'Reilly was the third. Yep, yep. The Calder, top rookie. This is no surprise to me at all. Kale McCarr, mm-hmm, no mm-hmm, surprise. Mm-hmm. Quinn Hughes and Victor Olofsson, yep. both of whom also have a great rookie McCarr! Year. But Kale McCarr is unreal. Yep. Lady Bing, Nathan McKinnon. I'm always a fan of the Lady Bing. You yeah. know, if you is he had how many penalty minutes this year? I don't know. Okay. I'll, I'll look that up. Uh, Austin Matthews and O'Reilly, the next two. I'd like O'Reilly on that. I feel like... Who? Yeah. yeah. Let's see here. I'm, I'm gonna go with this right now. You keep you keep talking to me. Uh, Vezia, Vezia, Vezna. I always been. Well, Jesus Christ! Something. What happened to you? 
Uh, I never played. Eight Tims this year. That's it. Wow. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, I, I have more in Broomball. Yeah. He, uh, I think he, no, it was uh, Landis Scott missing time. Yep. Um, Connor Hollebuck, top goalie. Yep. Yep. Um, I still think, I still think if Jari keeps the way he's playing. He could get some votes. He could definitely get some votes. I don't yeah. think he's going to win because he hasn't played the whole season. This is but one definitely. I wanted to tell you the three and ask who you thought okay. was nuts. Bishop and Kemper are the Ooh. other two. Bishop is having a nice, quiet season yeah, in, in Dallas. I, yeah, yeah. Even when they started off shitty, the Stars, yep. Bishop was was not the problem. They just Correct. Score. I agree. And they still aren't scoring a ton of goals, but he's been outstanding for them. Uh, Kemper, mm. unreal yeah, for the Coyotes. He's been doing well. Um, yeah, I can't think of anybody else that, no. that would really no. not should be there. Um, Jack Adams... Your boy, Mike Sullivan. Yeah, and I heard this today dri- driving home, listening to another great podcast that we love and we don't give free ad reads to. Hint, hint. Um, you know what? I, I, watching Sunday and seeing what it is, Boston had 203 man games lost as of that day mm. with injuries. Penguins had 200. And it, as of the other day, I know we were the fourth best team in the NHL. I can see that. Fun fact, Jordy. Dan Bowsma received a letter from Senator Bob Casey when he won the Jack Adams Award. Oh. Uh, yours truly wrote that letter on behalf of Bob Casey, and then he signed it. So that's that's your fun fact wow. of the night. Breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news. Danny, you're welcome. Torts was number two. Baruby was number oh, three. Oh, Quag Baruby. Yeah. He should have won the son of a bitch last year. He should have won it last year. I feel like it's a makeup award. And Torts? You fucking bastard! We love you. Yeah, you crazy I mean the way that the, the, how good the Blue Jackets yeah. have been, especially recently. Not a surprise he's up there. Um, <clears throat> I think maybe too. Uh, what's his face up in Vancouver? They're having a good yes, year. yes. With how young that team is. Yes. Um, <coughs> his name is escaping me. GM of the year, Joe Sackett with the Coyote or the uh, the Avalanche. Jesus, Joe Sackett uh, with the Avalanche. Yeah, he's yeah. their GM. Yeah. I was going to say Sackman. Yeah. Um, the Rod Langway Langway Award. Uh, the defenseman who excels in the best defensive aspect of the game. Is it ain't Chris Letang. Jacob Slavin. Slavin. Of the Carolina Hurricanes. All right. Victor Hedman. Surprising. Mm, that is. That he is up there considering right. he was banged up a little bit. And then comeback player of the year, which I don't agree with. I like the number two. Number one, William Nylander. I don't like it just because last year he... He had a bad year, but part of that was he decided yeah. to hold out. It's true. Anthony Duclair, number two, which I really yes. like a lot. He's yes. having an awesome yes. year. Then is Pacioretty the, is number three for that. Is the Masterson not on there? I used to win that in NHL all there. the time. Not, it, the Bill Masterson Memorial Award? Yeah, Are you might, fucking kidding me? That might, is that the one that's voted by the players, I though? think, let's see, yeah. Bill Master... But anyway. Yeah. yeah all right. Final one we wanted to talk My about. My God, I am going to be the explicit of this tonight. All on me. All right. So you want to introduce it then? What? Oh, the goal of the decade. Oof. Watching. I had some feelings about this. I always have feelings, Jordy. I'm emotional. Yeah. Uh, so last night came home, long day, did laundry, turned the game on, talking about the awards, and they talked about some of the best goals of the decade. Now we've had some really good goals this year. The the Michigan, or I forget the guy's name, who actually the scored lacrosse the, style the, the lacrosse goals. style goals coming them. back. The guy the other night who batted it out of midair, great goal into yeah. the back of the net. Yeah. Sidney Crosby's goal against the Oilers, where he took it coast to coast yeah. in OT and dink and dunked everybody and scored and like the game. Half later. of Connor McDavid's goals this year yep. are the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. 
Patty Kane. Scoring against Michael Layton. Unfortunately, Jordy, beating your Philadelphia Flyers in the Cup Finals. Game yes. six at home. Was it home? Sucks to suck. Yeah. Not the goal of the decade. I don't. They were been named the team of the decade. They've been named this of the decade. I don't believe the Blackhawks were the, the team of the decade. And I'm not saying it was the Penguins either. I mean, it was a dynasty. But taking a look at... Especially the 2010 of those three yeah, teams. Yeah, seriously. The 13 team, I think, is My the best God, of, the, was of so, the three. But just 2010, we were still in college. Yeah. It was our freshman year. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, I hope we were still in college. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't agree with it. Maybe that's NBC making up for them snubbing him to like the 14th best player of the decade because it was off-ice iterations, which you're a scumbag, Patrick Kane. But it's, um, yeah, I can't. I just, I don't agree with it. I think it's a very just weak, weak goal. It is a weak goal. Um, comparatively to what else could be thrown up there. Correct. There's plenty of Ovechkin goals. There's yep. plenty of... of Connor McDavid goals. Oh my God, yes. Eichel's had a couple good ones. Crosby's had a couple good ones. Um, Pasternak. Yeah, Pasta, yep. Name a goal scorer and they've all had some incredible ones. I mean, yeah, I guess I think the the reasoning is probably the moment. At least the Yahoo Sports one is talking about, oh, it started it all and all this stuff. Um, I mean, they had had an overtime winner to beat the the Kings to go to the finals in 2015. Or uh, in 15? No, the... I think they did in 15, the Kings did in 14 for them to go on to the finals. I think the the, the Kings had one to win the cup as yeah. well over the over the Rangers that year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's split in hairs, six yeah. here, one half dozen the other. I just I just don't think it was the best goal of the decade. Yeah, it's yeah. It's it's tough. It's it's one of those things I guess to remind you of kind of the end of this window and mm-hmm. he got his 1000 point last week yeah. and maybe to remind you hey you know this was the still pretty good. Yeah, he's still pretty good. This is what kind of what put it all on the map, put it all on the put it all there this, you know, old era if you will, you know, before the before you know everybody got there and and all this sort of stuff. I don't know. Um but we can just move on. We have a minute and a half well, left unless you have other stuff. Masterson Found it. All right. Uh, named after Bill Masterson, a Minnesota North Star who died um, after sustaining injuries in the game January 15th of 1968. Um, that is the winner is selected by a poll by the Professional Hockey Writers Association. Oh. And each team nominates one player. So maybe that's why because oh, there's no nominees. Uh, but some fun facts there. Uh, and as the end of the 16-17 season, the Rangers and the Canadians have won the trophy five times. Uh, the Bruins have won it four times. And then your Flyers, the Kings, and then the Islanders have won it three times. Interesting. And our la- our last players to win it with us as a team, Ian LaPerriere in 2010-2011. I remember that. And then the last Penguini to win, we're going back a little ways here, keep going, uh, was Les Sissonses in 92-93. Um, and it really comes down to it's for a player that's received some sort of terrible diagnoses of some sort. No. Uh, Phil the Thrill has won it. Stevie Iserman has won it. No. Saku Koivu, uh, yep. Temu, um, even the lockout has won it. So we, we overcame that. Yeah. So the lockout won it we overcame. in 04, 05. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> All right, so off the hockey and yep. back, or not back, but a little golf talk. Farmers Insurance Open That's right. started today. And where is it being held, Jordy? 
It is held at Torrey Pines. And I should have just should have started us with hello, friends. Yeah, I mean, so Torrey Pines, both the north and south courses. It's one of those tournaments. Yep. Similar to last week, but last week was three rounds before the cut. But they're mm-hmm. playing north north and south, play yep. one course today, one tomorrow. Then there's a cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they put the south for the other two. Yep. The south is the one you're more familiar with. That's where the U.S. Open's been yep. held. It's where Tiger... Before this time last year, it was oh, where Tiger oh, had won his Tiger. last major. But Tiger. Then now it's not no longer the site of his most recent yeah, major because yeah. Tiger won the Masters. Whoops. But Tiger Woods did make his 2020 debut today, Jared. And what did he shoot, Jordy? Giggity. As Jared's giggity might have given away. Jared, he shot a 69 on the North Course. Hot damn. Which is, which is notable because the South Course is a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And both are on the ocean. There's the other part. If you tune in, you might see a lot of fog. It's Southern California, La Jolla. It says San Diego on the PGA Tour site, but it's technically La Jolla. La Jolla. Yeah, La Jolla. Um, your leaders She's right one, now. She was one of the Jacksons. Or no, that's La Toya. I'm yeah, sorry. La Toya. Uh, your leaders right now, tied at six under, are Keegan Bradley and Sebastian Kapelin yes. from Denmark. Mm-hmm. Keegan was on the North Course. Mm-hmm. Kaplan was on the South Course. And I'm stuck in the middle with you. Yeah, you know, I mean, you gotta. Sometimes you gotta be. Mm-hmm. Got a number of big names out there. Bon Hoon Young, who South Korean you might have seen his name pop up. One of the young young guns from from. Uh, he's won a couple of PGA Tour events. Rory tied at five under. Mm-hmm. Rory Jared played in the North Course, led the field in driving today. Oh, was he bombing it? He's bombing it with a driver that he had made. 20 hours before he teed off. You know, the last person we played around golf with who had a driver specifically made for him, and he took it out of the box, and he shanked the first one left. Yeah. Matt DiStefano, you Matt still don't exist. Yeah. Well, yeah, Rory played in the Pro-Am on Wednesday. Didn't like Oh, didn't like how the driver felt, so he just pulled over his guy from TaylorMade, the tour rep. Excuse goes, me. goes, hey, hey. And they just, on the driving range, got a new one made, and... Leads the field field and driving. He also apparently the day before, just with his coach, made seventy putts in a row. Rory I saw his highlights, and for those that are newer to uh, the golf talk, great talk and too. hearing me hearing me pump Rory's tires, How? stroking them off. <laughs> Rory is my boy. You want? The, I got love the CBD Roy. cream upstairs. Love Rory McIlroy. Love Tiger, but I love Rory. I know it's been six years since his last major. Mm-hmm. This might be the year. He's coming off the FedEx Cup. His putting is lights out. Has he broken off any engagements lately that we should know of? No, he got married in like an Uber Irish castle a couple of years ago. He's been married. For Uber a Irish years. is that new? I'm just saying because it was oh few, oh few oh. It's we're not. You know no who else is at five under though? Sir Bubston. I did see the Bubba. Bubba. Bubba Watson's five under. He played in the South Course. If this is a week Bubba's on, that's it's always fun. Like mm-hmm. when Dustin Johnson's on, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun to see. But when Bubba's on, when he's bombing the ball, he has his lefty fade that he throws out there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Jordan Spieth was two under. He mm-hmm, shot a 70 mm-hmm. today. Um, would love to see a nice year out of Jordan. He's had a mm-hmm. rough couple of years since that British Open victory a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Tigers tied for 21st at three under. Yes, a lot of people there, including everybody's favorite villain, Patrick Reed. Right? Yep. Oh, I, I love that. Him and Bryson. Oh, my God. Oh, talk oh. about that real quick. Why? Go get close. Are you talking about, are you talking about him or Brooks Kepka? With, yeah, I talked about it last week, but for Damn those that, that missed it, the Kepka throwing uh, throwing out that he doesn't need a six pack because he has he's too short of it with his four trophies. 
Um, other guys at three under, we mentioned Tiger. We got a number of guys, Pat Perez, Patton Kizire, Brant Snedeker with his weird-ass smile, my guy Russell Knox out of Scotland, Charlie Hoffman, who is probably the best first two-day player on the PGA Tour and then makes a cut and usually just falls apart, uh, Dominic Bazzelli, who's always floating around there, J.B. Holmes, the slowest golfer known to man, is at four-under. Uh, we got a number of names out there, Jared. Tony Finau, Mr. Mr. Surefire top five finishers, also at two under, just like Jordan Spieth. Um, the Duff Daddy played on the South Course, had a nice had a nice little run there. Uh, off the cuff, if I had to pick a winner, um, I'll probably just go out of the, one of the two winners because it's it's tough when it's one yeah. day and there's fifty golfers all within four shots. But between the two winners, I'm gonna I'll go with Keegan because he's played here. Keegan before. Michael Key. But he played on the North Course, and starting there versus starting on the South, you'd like to see the better score and, and not have to re- repeat the performance. So yeah, I agree with that. I, agree I just that. I don't know enough about Kaplan to really give a to give a good thing there. But let's move on. Yeah, buddy. So we're gonna go to two baseball topics, and we're gonna continue our our coverage of the Astros cheating scandal. Generally. Nothing occurred. Yeah, since uh, since we last talked, we've had we've had a couple things actually. Yeah. We've had the the Major League Baseball come out and say they're not going to punish the players. We had Scott Boris come out and say that he sides with the players not being punished. He came out with that earlier today. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Well, basically, Scott Boris's logic, if you haven't seen this... I haven't. ...is that the organization came out and was like, hey, this you know, here's equipment that we're giving you. Mm-hmm. This is all stuff. Use this. Use this. And within the eyes of of the organization not enforcing it and coaches encouraging them to do it, that the players, you can make the argument, which Scott Boris has a law degree, so, you know, he's making the argument well, the that they're just doing fit. it. Yeah, that they're doing what, what the organization asked him to do. Yeah, I, I don't. Give me some. Yeah, where do you fall in on all this? Well, Jeremy? as somebody who was apparently dinged in the cheating scandal via our team for a yeah, the, uh, the short tournament. Short No, 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 no. That was the tournament. That was the PSL spring tourney. Ah. Yes. Short tournament probably would have helped us out. It was under the hat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, in my opinion, my humble opinion, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. It sucks that that's actually the, that it's happened. Yeah. Um, I don't agree. If you are a player... Of substance. Yeah. You're not going to allow this to happen. You're going to say, what the fuck are we doing? No. So in my, that's where I come in and say, you gotta, you got to stick with your, your morals if you're a player that you don't want to cheat, if you want to play the game the right way. I would not do that. I would not be comfortable with it. I'd be like, what is this? And I'd probably be sent to the minors. Yeah. That's the big thing of, of if you were a guy on the Astros and you're, you're calling out against it of, you know, who do you feel comfortable going to in the organization to say it? I've heard that argument, which I yeah. get. Uh, the one that's really compelling is the market-breaking aspect to it of whomever is playing whatever position and they their batting average gets inflated because they play 81 games where they have this equipment even if their even if their road batting average is 150 points less yeah. they're still their home batting average might bring their overall batting yeah. average overall OPS RBIs home runs whatever to a level that gets them a job with yeah. the Twins in the National League, wherever. Mm-hmm. And 
that's it's kind of it's market breaking. It either changes the dollar amount, which might be good for your fellow players, yep. or more likely you're taking a job from another player who didn't have this assistance. And I guess it really comes down to the fact too of of where do you draw the line? Which I come down with the the electronic stuff is what it, where it comes down for me of that sort I of mean, stuff. You're essentially wearing a dog collar the whole game. Yeah. Hey, bzz, hey, bzz, bzz. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, I mean, I don't know. it's a it's a wild scenario. We've had. A number of people jumping in on it. I'm fine with them not stripping the titles. I don't think that's shit. Don't if go you're, that If you're far. not going to take Barry Bonds and all that away, come yeah. on, you can strip the title. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, think, Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. The LA. Yeah, you see that the LA. They voted for not just 17 when they lost the Astros, but 18 when they lost the Red Sox. Whoops. Yeah, because Alex Cora was got fired for being complicit in 2017 with the Astros. I mean, oh, give me a break. Hit. Carlos Beltran. <laughs> Yeah, Carlos Beltran just... Sorry, just, Matt Adams. Yeah, it's fine. They already got a manager. It's okay. It's okay. Who the, where'd they get him from? Uh, I do not know. Luis's Mattress World? Because I don't know who that guy is. Luis yeah, Lu- Pinchia? We'll get more updates yeah, as, we, right. as we do the uh, the intros. You but, can you can tell I'm really up on my stuff, folks. Yeah, you know, it's January. <laughs> um, but let's jump in to the next one. We'll just uh, we'll skip ahead. Yep. We'll go to more baseball. Yep. Hall of Fame announcement. Yeah. Jeets is in, as is Larry Walker. Always love Larry. Always a fan of Larry as a fellow first baseman, even though I didn't play first base when Larry was like in his prime. I, I forgot like, how good Larry Walker Larry, was. Larry Walker was so good. He was so fucking good. Think about the back-to-back first baseman the Rockies had. Yeah. Larry Damn. Walker, then Todd Helton. Yeah. It's unreal. It, it, it was great. I mean, it, he was just such a great Canadian, too. No. Larry Walker. Um, but I am upset, and we discussed this when you told me and our good friend Paul Paroli when we were at the Flyers game. Yep. Jeets did not get unanimous. Yep. You won't go away. I still think it was Jessica Biel. Um, <laughs> but that's some bullshit. Yeah, it's a little wild. Is it somebody whose daughter didn't get a, a gift bag on the way out? We don't know. Classy man. Gift bags. After his little trysts. I do find the the outrage pretty hysterical of so many people are freaking out. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, he's in. You yeah, know. absolutely. But I, th- I think if anybody could be unanimous, I mean, Kutch even put, uh, Andrew McCutcheon put one up today of them standing next to one another. And he goes, yeah. I'm a week late, but this was the dudes. Yeah. Um, I, th- I There she should have been unanimous. Yeah, I mean, so the big reason why is that Mo Mariano Rivera was last year. Yeah. So Jeets, the captain, has a number of different uh, of incredible moments. Do you see him break down the the flip on MLB Network? No. It's it's outstanding. If you haven't seen this video, I don't want to I don't want to take anything away because I can't explain it nearly to the level that that's Jeter does. It's because Jeremy Giambi's slow. I mean, that's part of it. That's part of it. Yeah, I mean, Moneyball and all that stuff. No, There's a reason why that he was vilified in the uh, Aaron Sorkin movie. Whoops. But it's incredible. Go look it up. Him and the MLB Network. Basically, he's just been on a victory lap Should since be. that. And the video of him getting the call, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, have you ever been to Cooperstown? I've not. Oh, my God. I know. Surprising, right? There's Cooperstown. a lot of places I have not been, Jordy. I've been once. We played on Double Day Field in Ooh, high school. Now you're cool. speaking my language. Yeah, which That's is pretty awesome. cool. That's awesome. And then we went to the museum after. All right. Yeah, they're uh, they're very serious at Double Day Field. Like, well, I would seeds, think so. If you have seeds, they like they give you 
they tell you to either spit it out in the trash can or they like give you water bottles Jordy. to spit into. Roberto Clemente Field is a very serious field. We huh. play on serious fields. No, like if if in, in milli, a milligram, I don't don't know why mm. I forgot what a gram was. If a milligram of any sort of trash Foreign gets substance. on gets on there, I mean, I think even if you spit in oh the dugout, they'll like kill you. Like some real, just like Ab- just like Abner Doubleday wanted. Yeah, probably. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: for a while, I did I misheard Abner and thought it was Admiral Admiral Doubleday. Yeah, he probably so I, was. So I thought, oh yeah, it makes oh, sense. Shit, baseball fuck. really, like modern baseball, really like became a thing during the Civil War. Maybe it was an admiral, you know. Yeah. So there's a baseball podcast. All right, we're great. Um, but yeah, I mean. Kurt Schilling got 70% of the vote. He's really close. Bonds and Clemente, or not Clemente, Clemens are getting up higher. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you fall on them? Do you think they're going to get the call? or Probably not. No? No. I mean, it's... It seems like Schilling's that close. Yeah. I don't... And Greg and I were talking about this a little bit last night of that it's pro, that the next year's class might not be as strong. I don't think it will be. Yeah. So it could be, I mean, like the people that are eligible for the yeah, first time. Yeah, I, I don't, once again, not, it's not tickling me yeah. one way or the other. Yeah, the Schilling's post-career stuff really, uh, really torpedoed Ooh. his career. We're not going there. Yeah, we'll just, uh, we'll put it that way. But uh, we'll move on. A couple fun subjects. I think, yep, and then we got to get ready for some broom ball tonight. Yes, we have a broom ball game in a little bit. Jared, you wanted to give an in memoriam. Yikes. It's uh, early in the year, folks. Um, but we, we just lost a 104-year-old. Um, uh, yeah, we lost Mr. Peanut. Uh, he uh, almost hit a turtle. And he drove the Peanut Mobile off the road and with his, uh, with his uh, cane... He sacrificed himself, so his buddies did not die too. Now we don't know if his buddies actually got off the branch; they might have died too. Uh, but Mr. Peanut sacrifices himself, and um, as the song goes, "Oh, oh Peanut Butter," he's going to be back for the Super Bowl. It's definitely a Super it's Bowl. It's definitely a Super, Super Bowl campaign. But, Thousand percent. Of but Super Bowl son campaign. of a bitch, he's going to be cracked. Do you remember the, the damn it? They just they just brought cheese balls back, planters cheese balls, and they're gonna do this to them? Come on, yes, I remember that. Yeah, and then the more do you like nuts? <laughs> it's like come on, there. Yeah. He, he, but those were t- I like the new the new old Mister Peanut they yeah. have. He's a lot better than the creepier looking Mister Peanut. Yeah, it's like the Gus, the fit, most famous groundhog in Pennsylvania. Oh my God, the new I, Gus ones. Excuse the 3D me, Gus. excuse me. When I'm governor, we need the pu- bring the puppet back. I'm getting rid of Gus. Just all, get rid of Fun them. fact, folks: When there are Republicans like myself, just party affiliation. Don't just don't read into that. I'm just stubborn. If there is a Republican governor, Gus goes away because there's no money to fund him. Quote unquote. Really? Yes. Wait. So when? When? Since Governor Wolf's there, Gus is back. When Governor Corbett was there, there was no Gus. Is that why the the puppet went away and now it's 3D? Wow. That happens when you. Rendell was a Republican, wasn't he? No. no Fast Democrat. Eddie? Oh no, Democrat and a half. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Fun facts. You're learning a lot tonight, folks. Yeah. All right. This is called Fun Facts with yeah. Jared. 
Ah, all right. Good to know. Yes. Well. Yeah, we can't. I don't know where you go from there. Oh, wait, we do. Yeah. More scumbags. Yeah, so this is, we can just use this as the remaining two and a half minutes and then its own then time. We'll, then we'll figure like, something out. Yeah. Because I feel like we uh, we got some, we got to talk about the gritty situation. First off, gritty. Trolling the Strohs. Oh, it was great. It was fantastic. And we missed, and we missed that. We missed it because we. Uh, I was crying. Yeah, we were, well, we were having a good time. We were having a good time. We and were having a few brews. We were eating some wings. Thank you, Denise, as always, for your yeah. hospitality. Yeah. Yeah, actually, a quick stadium snack. We had the the boneless wings of the Wells Fargo. You, you did, man, and I had they the were... Chicky and Pete. Yeah, you the Chicky and Pete tenders. Yep. Uh, the boneless wings. A strong move for the they coop. Good. Uh oh. You had yeah. a, you doubled down too. I did double down because I got afraid that I was I was. We were having a few pops. We I was afraid a few I was pops. Be stumbling out of the arena, regardless if it was a win Things or loss. Things occur. People, no matter what, you lose if you're stumbling out of the Wells Fargo Center. Um, yeah, very good, crispy. That's a key. That's the key to the boneless wing. Because if it's too soggy and the breading gets absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely, it gets tough. But yeah, very good. I got two flavors: honey habanero mm. and the sweet chili. Oh, I didn't realize you switched it up. Yeah, the sweet chili was because honey habanero actually had some kick to it. Sometimes they say that. So it's just more since you doubled down on the spice, smoke. did they cross each other out, or no, did sweet you oh peanut butter? The sweet chili is based. The sweet chili is not, it, despite having the word chili in there, and there's sweet chili pepper flakes. Yeah, it's like a sweet sauce. You can sometimes find like a like a mom and pop nice diner ting. has a nice ting to mm-hmm. it, like a place like sells on the side of a road. But <laughs> well, there's a place. There's actually a place. I believe it's oh, Hillsdale, New York, on the way back from Berkshire that would that would sell it. Uh, nice and actually had a little ting to it. Oh, I like that. Had some chili pepper flakes, but very good. Uh, that was some good killing to get get us to our next segment to talk about the gritty situation. For those that haven't heard this, the Philadelphia Inquirer broke a story yesterday that the slow news day. Yes, it it was indeed that the Philadelphia Police Department Southern Division is investigating <laughs> a claim from a man that back in November at a season ticket holder event. That Gritty punched his 13-year-old son in the back. Now, that little asshole was, uh, was not, uh, he did not do anything. Yeah, so as it turns out, and as this Inquirer story, which this is the one to read, because a lot of the other ones, no matter what outlet you're getting, omit information in this. Because the headline itself, for one, doesn't even seem real. Yeah. Greg called me to ask if it was real. My coworkers, <laughs> who all from Michigan and Arizona asked me if this was real. It is real, apparently. Al Jazeera called us. Yeah, I wish. Yeah. Uh, so the kid apparently was like, they took there was an auto, meet and greet with Gritty. They got a picture, awkward picture, and the kids apparently smacking Gritty on the head. And the dad alleges that Gritty, who is portrayed most likely by a grown man, took a running start and punched his son as hard as he could. Now, Jared, if that happened to you, an adult, mm-hmm. what would you do? If it, Turned if someone, around and socked that big motherfucker in the face. Probably. Oh, oh that, now, was that not the question you wanted? Now, if, you're, now if your son... If I punched, was a kid, I'd probably turn around and shove him or punch him in his fat fucking face. As hard as he could. If you punched a child as hard as you could, what do you think happens to that kid? Kid probably beats my ass. Maybe. Oh! But what um, do you think that kid's parent's going to do? Beat your ass. Probably. But after that, how's he going to attend to the child? Uh, he's going to probably console him. Yeah. Probably, probably should go see a doctor. Yeah, right away. Right away. Maybe a chiropractor. Right away. 
Maybe. 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 But this dad... But you're saying there's a chance. This dad waited a week to go take his kid to a chiropractor who then said the kid had a bruise on on his spine. And the dad then had an email exchange with the Flyers trying to get his kid an experience... Either getting on the Jumbotron or trying to go to the locker Are room you meet the Flyers. Kidding me. And once communications broke down, which apparently the guy he was talking to said on the phone that he saw, he saw Grady do it. Nobody's nobody. There's no there's there's no eyewitnesses. Nobody reported this. It was a public event. So there there's that against him. But that's when he finally went to the police. Now two months later, and three hours later. Yes, like the Spongebob meme. Yep. And if you go on the guy's Facebook, he's still going to season ticket holder events despite the I fact would not go to anything Philadelphia Flyer related. He's, he said, yeah, he said to the he said to the Inquirer, I'm giving up my season tickets after 20 years as a loyal fan. Doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it, buddy. So, yeah, it seems like. I'm, I, this is definitely a power play of some sort. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I really think that that is, it's tragic. Maybe maybe something happened. Who knows? But well, I like, would boycott everything. Yeah, it's like the maybe something happened, like Gritty, you know, checking a kid in Mites on Ice. Yeah, like, you would think he's that, messing yeah. around like that sort of thing. But it seems like you're taking something like that if that's what happened, mm-hmm. and like saying that this you know got out of hand, and you're trying like, and you're getting caught in your lie. Like it would be like me getting a blue a meal delivery service, no free ads. Mm-hmm. And saying like, "Oh, I found a piece of, of poop in it, and it's just me putting like a piece of Luna the dog's dog poop in mm-hmm. there." Like it feel—that's what it feels like for me to try to get like a week of free meals. Like, and you know what? I hope it comes back to the Flyers concocted this whole thing because I'd be cool with it. Then be like, that'd be hysterical. That would be great if it was something of like just a long con for gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, that would actually be on brand. I really hope somebody does like in Law and Order. Type thing that says uh, Philadelphia Police Department South. So that's the best. So we didn't even get to the best part of this. The Twitter responses to all of this, including one that that's basically the intro to Law and Order that says, "Those who investigate the gritter and those who corral him, these are their stories." Dun dun. And, and is the fanatic? I hopefully part of that. And BD Wong. If BD oh, Wong man. is not a part of this, need because he's always the child psychologist. And this is a child. He was only on like half of SVU. Doesn't matter. We need BD1. Um, Yeah, oh man. But yeah, a lot of the Twitter roundup, like there's Pittsburgh people getting in on this saying like, Iceberg tripped me. Penguins get me Sidney Crosby's phone number. Someone who's an Islanders fan said like, the the dragon hit her over the face with a hockey stick. I'll only accept Matthew Barzell's hand in marriage. Oh my God. Like there's some really, like a lot of people. How about if we give you Matthew Barnaby? I mean, I don't know what he's up to. I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't really want to know either. All right. We got to wrap this thing up. We do. The 10th segment, wild card. What else do you want to talk about? Um, hmm. The lack of snow. We have had, we have a deficit of snow here in Philadelphia. We do have a deficit. And it's upsetting. I I don't know what else to talk about. Would you say that it's in the, uh, the 100 hour or the 100 minute mark or 100 second mark? Damn it. I really screwed up that doomsday news. I like what you're talking about. We're we're in the what what doomsday news today? The doomsday clock got moved 100 seconds today. Mm. Because of both the climate change Mm -hmm. and uh, 
I think all the stuff with China escalating. You know what? I think we're still here. Yeah. Um, mm. That's all I really know about politics. I just saw that today. Um, um, there's no sort of peach cobbler gl- going on in D.C. I don't know that reference. Impeachment. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, that's probably the funniest two on the gritty thing of that people are just shitting on the impeachment trial being like gritty has a this is more of an investigation this is yes 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 I, uh, I Stephen Colbert was having a field day with it well cause him and gritty are boys he showed up with Patrick Stewart I mean Picard's coming on CBS Access I might even get that I'm not a huge Star Trek fan like never my father never was a Trekkie no, no never mm-hmm. was a Trekkie I still gotta watch Star Wars I know I'm upsetting you yeah yeah you know yeah. Uh, I don't think you're missing much but well, I liked it, but yeah, still. I mean, I just. Um, all right, final score of the game tonight of our broomball game. Now we are going up against another heyday um, model. Yeah, you want to talk about the name? The name change. I, I as this is as a brand ambassador for heyday. You, you can't go on record. I can't go on right. record. And but I I'm just going to say it and leave it out to the listeners. Let us know what you think in the comments. The Philly Sports Leagues is now Heyday Athletic. Let us know what you think of the name change. I think they did. I do we'll agree say that. why they did it because they were combining everything. Because people out in the Lehigh Valley were calling it PSL. So it's, oh. it's all under one umbrella now. But And then there's some cool stuff that's going to be coming out too, like new shirts and shit like that. I, I think they Interesting. Did. I understand why they did it. You I get really us a do. sponsorship. I won't make a negative comment. Hey, man, don't. It's, hey. it's up to you. But me, uh, working for Heyday... In any capacity, let's do it. But I think uh, since we got to get a walking, yeah, let our brooms do the talking. What are we doing tonight? I'm going to say three-one victory for us. I'm trying to go for another shutout. I'm going to say apparently this team is no bueno. Ooh, first I did not time, know that. five nothing. All right, I like it. Put it down. Put it down. That'll do it. Make sure you like, share, subscribe the the bullpen card on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, mm-hmm. wherever you get your podcast. Jared, thank you for hosting me. Always, my brother. For my man, Jared Barnes, I am the G-Man. Have a great weekend, everybody, and go Metropolitan Division. Stay classy, Philadelphia.